If your big plans this year include your big day, plan your look with Indochino. Customize every detail of a blazer, suit, or tuxedo online or at a showroom with an expert style guide. Then sit back for delivery straight to your door. Suits start at just $449 and premium fitted shirts at just $89. Go to Indochino.com and use code NEWCHAPTER for 10% off any purchase of $399 or more. That's I-N-D-O-C-H-I-N-O dot com, code NEWCHAPTER. You have arrived at your destination, the cheating side of town. This week on the Story Song Podcast. I hear the tale of Hey, welcome back, everybody, to the Story Song Podcast. I'm Dan Mackin. I'm Rachel Oaks. And I'm Michael Gazelle. Every episode, we walk you through a story song. And this week, we have a story song that I'm going to I'm gonna guess probably a lot of people don't even realize is a story song. Yeah. Not that they're hiding it, but uh, for a couple of reasons. <laughs> I, I think, for one, the story of this story song is probably not what you would expect it to be from the chorus. You know, if you're just kind of half listening to the chorus. Yeah. It's not a song that you would, you know, might think would be like a heavy story song. And also right. the story that they're telling is probably not the one you would assume it would be from sure, the way sure. the chorus goes. So, but whether you uh, know that it's a story song or not, you know this song. Yes. Oh, you definitely know this Without song. Without a doubt. I mean, yeah, yeah. This is uh, Lion Eyes by, I keep, Lying Eyes. Not Lion Eyes. It's not about a lion and his eyes. <laughs> uh, or, somebody, or somebody lionizing somebody. Right, right. Exactly. Making them feel stronger than they <laughs> no. actually are. <laughs> oh, but uh, I wonder if that's why they did that. Ooh, probably uh, not. But okay. Yeah, no. But let's say because that, <laughs> that that makes us look really smart. If you are sitting at home thinking like, well, what what is the story of the song? I, I yeah. don't know. So what basically happens is it's a story about a a woman, uh, presumably an older woman who is married to a man that she is not in love with. Although the man is very rich uh, and provides a comfortable life for her. Okay. Uh, but she is very lonely. And so she goes out. Uh, she lies to her husband that she's going out to visit a friend for the evening. She's actually going to visit a younger lover who is somewhere off, uh, they say, on the cheating side of town. And uh, we'll talk about this. But I I mean, I don't think you should have a cheating side of town. Um, <laughs> that seems like that's just going to lead to trouble. That's poor uh, urban planning. Exactly. <laughs> um, uh, she's she's there with her, with her boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then... The third verse, she is sort of contemplating her life and is sort of ruefully thinking about how, you know, she married this man that she didn't love for comfort and it didn't actually change anything. It didn't make her happy. And mm. there's a lot of hints that maybe she has like kind of a dark background, maybe some history that's hinted at. Sure. Uh, and uh, and that she, you know, was sort of looking for for a refuge but actually, she's still the the sad little girl that she that she always was. Probably not what you would think. No. Because if I just told you, like, oh, hey, there's a song called Lying Eyes about, like, a cheating wife. Right. I, you know, you would probably assume it's it would be basically like, oh, man, that, that lying bitch. Like, she, she broke my heart. You know, like, that kind of a song. And it's not. Not only is it from the woman's pers- perspective. Right. It's also, like pretty empathetic to her it is it's also i always thought it was a it was sort of a first person telling not first person telling but it doesn't happen directly to the eagles right it's a story that they're (laughs) looking at um you know that they're that they're seeing from the outside 
which is uh, when I when I was reading the lyrics for the first time today, uh, mm. I, I was surprised by it. I yeah. wasn't expecting that. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, because again, you would expect that it's happening to the person who's singing. Right, right. right. That they're talking about, oh, it's the, the classic thing we've talked about, like the song where the, the person is singing to you. Like, yeah, your right. lying eyes, you've broken my heart. Yeah. How could you do this to me? Um, like, this woman doesn't nice. even know the Eagles are singing about her. Right, right. Exactly, exactly. Until she buys yeah, the yeah. single. She went <laughs> She went to the record store, got herself the 45, and was like, wait a minute. I have um, lying eyes. Yeah. Also, I've been lionized. Um, but, uh, yeah. And so, yeah, it's it's a story that's told in the third person. And, it, and we're, we're going to talk about it. Yeah. But... I think there's well the story's in the third person the the chorus is in the second person, well that's right? the see that's right, the question right. that's what I was going to talk about is it because there's there's a question in my mind of is it all the narrator or it's oh. possible that it's it's possible it's the narrator or it's possible the person who's talking is changing as the song goes mm. on so um, can I can I throw out a okay. third possibility sure sure she's talking to herself this is like her the chorus is her conscience well that that's another oh option. that's yeah. good because that's especially good. especially towards the end of the song that is a strong possibility all right so here at the top of the song the the first lyrics are city girls just seem to find out early how to open doors with just a smile the thing the thing i would say is i think like country and suburban girls also discover that i don't know why mm-hmm. like city girls <laughs> that's necessarily like that's not like just for them right i think like you know pretty girls very quickly discover no matter what their living arrangements are or or what their neighborhood is like uh how to do that but and uh i guess i guess city girls are just more surrounded by rich old men is that it or by more doors to open or there's yeah there's many more doors well, that's true. I mean, it's physically, yeah. there are a lot physically, more doors. But if it's rural, you know, if you're in a rural na- neighborhood, you've got, what, a couple of doors and they're all your own doors for like right. a mile. It's tough. Yeah, you got to walk like two miles to get to yeah. the next door. And right, then you can yeah. smile and you're like, well, now I forget what I was supposed to do. And then there's like, a oh, heat wave oh. and then like you walk two miles and you're all sweaty and like you're not going to smile. And that door's no, not going to No, it's the last thing you want to do. It's the last thing you want to do. Yeah. 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 Oh, and I, well, I was going to say, yeah, and I think also potentially the idea is that you know, city girls maybe are a little more cynical. Mm-hmm. Maybe yeah, they have a, yes. a slightly harder outer shell. You know, they they play things a little closer to the vest. Yeah. So and it also I think seems- it's more it's more likely that that smile is not always as genuine as maybe some of the girls' smiles are. Correct. I think it's also you know I think that the city is a little rougher, so they need to learn how to you know fend for themselves and find ways to get things to happen for themselves. Oh, and that's a I good think- point. I, and I think that if you look at as the as the song goes on, you look at sort of it seems like where she came from and what her background is is a little rougher. And she was looking to get out of her, you know, out of her situation. And because of that, you know, it's it seems to lead me to the idea that, you know, she's a young girl. She's a young woman looking to find some sort of solace in an older man. And she learns the ways of seduction.
Is rough marriage of convenience. Can I just say something? Or Don Henley, Glenn Fry, they're pretty good. I just got... <laughs> they're, they're pretty good writers. Well, you know, Way and again, go, what's great, what's great, what you know, what what constantly surprises me when I hear this song is how how empathetic it is, right? Yeah. Right to her to her plight, right? Like, and 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 it's never like, oh, it never forgives her. Right for what she's doing, sure. But it under, but it's like we understand, right, right, right. right. You know, you, you there's for for whatever reason you felt like you had to do this. You married a man that you don't love. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe you were trying to escape a situation, or maybe you were trying to never to go, never get back into a certain kind of situation. But every form of refuge has its price, right? Sure. Now you're stuck. Now that you're on the other side, now do you you sort of you did this thing. You made your choice. You've made your choice, and now you, now you have to live with it. Right, right, right. And you know, and, and it's it does sort of open up even larger themes than like the usual, you know, cheating wife story uh, story song, right? Yeah. Because yeah, I mean, you know, let's let's talk about it. let's get honest, let's get nuts here. Like every form of refuge has its price. Like everyone has to make compromises. Yes. in life, right? And right. sometimes yeah. it's only after you've done it then you when you're like, oh my god, what have I done? Right. You know, uh, <laughs> yeah. like it's or, or you know, or you just think like, oh, man, if I could just get, you know, every, it's it's a common joke. But everyone's just like, oh, man, if I could just get that job. Right. Then everything would be great. Right. And then you get yeah. the job and three months into it. You're like, man, I hate this job. I wish I had a different <laughs> job. Right. Like, right. I mean, that's that's like that's that's how it goes. It's a big grass um, is always greener, but also just you've made your bed now lying it. But like out, outside of the the complexity of the story, there's. Just the the poetry of the lyrics. Every form of mm-hmm. refuge has its price. Yeah. You don't hear that in pop music. You don't hear lines like that in pop music. Right. A lot. And this is a this is a long verse. Yeah. Right. This yeah, is basically is. like a double verse, essentially. Yeah. Before it gets to the chorus, and all and all the verses are are pretty long. And the way that it also deviates from other story songs about people who cheat on other people. Right. Nobody gets murdered. It's well, true. That we know not of. in this part. Like yeah. the... In Lion Eyes Part 2, you uh, have a lot of murder. <laughs> They're all murdered. Yeah. But like the, the, you know, like the big dramatic thing is in Little Sister coming after her, like in the, nights, right. the night lights went out in Georgia. It's right. just like everybody's a little bit unhappy. And there's yeah. almost yeah, more it, drama it, to that yeah, there than is... there is to like a big sensational murder in the middle of the song. Totally oh, absolutely. true. Yeah. I mean, and that's why those sort of like you know, look, don't get me wrong. I love those like maudlin, you know, story songs about murder and everything. But that's why a lot of times this kind of song is sadder, right? Yeah. Because, and it's, and it's um, like uh, Cats in the Cradle mm-hmm. too, right? We, uh, we, I, I made kind of the same point when we did that song. In Cats that, in the like, Cradle also, right? Not the sequel to yeah, Cats yeah. in the Cradle. <laughs> no, not, not the sequel to Cats <laughs> in the Cradle. On a double bill with Lying Eyes too. Right. Um, <laughs> No, it's that it's that like that's sort of like crazy murder stuff. Like, yes, people do get murdered. Like it happens. Mm-hmm. But like that sort of stuff, most people's experience are not are not like that. Right? right. This song is right. Most people will have some version of this in their life. Right. 
some version of like, you know, I'm not happy with where I am. I thought I would be happy, but now I'm not, you know, yada, yada. Like that, that kind of stuff is more effective because it's much more realistic, right? Yeah. And it's the kind of thing that you yeah. can, um, you can identify with. Well, in the other ones, there's closure. The, there is no closure in this. That's good in point. the other songs, yeah. in, in songs with murder and everything, there's closure. There's an ending to it. The sadness of this song and the sadness of songs like it are that it doesn't end. Life goes on, and this woman is still miserable. Everybody's still kind of miserable and living with the lies that they live, and mm -hmm. um, and there's nothing to do about it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> anyway, oh. what a fun comedy podcast we have, you guys. <laughs> if this is your saying. first time listening to us, oh. man, oh, man. Oh, guys, I just checked my notes. Apparently, this is supposed to be a funny podcast. We oh, should, uh, darn it. Let's start over again. Let's rewind. <laughs> we've, we've done this all wrong. Um, I'm sorry, are you uh, saying no. that the futility of human existence is not funny because... <laughs> yeah, laugh right. Okay. So she tells him she must go out for the evening comfort an old friend who's feeling down But he knows where she's going and she's leaving She is headed shouldn't have a cheating side of town. No. Because like, because guess what's going to happen if you have a cheating side of town? What? People are going to cheat. People are going to go there and cheat. They're sure. going to, that's like, sure. what would you think is going to happen? Yeah. I mean, come on, guys. But since this, I mean, this is the early 70s, mm -hmm. um, yeah. I'm guessing that like the cheating side of town and the non-cheating side of town are separated mm -hmm. by like hanging beads. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yep. Yep. And you have to leave your keys at the beads on the cheating side of town. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Well, the Just problem is you have out. to you have to drive through the cheating side of town to get to the wrong side of the tracks, and right. that's yeah, yeah. always that's always the problem. Software. You know, is that you it's might software. end up cheating on your way there. Yeah, the, you know what I mean. The gas stations um, in the cheating part of town will make you yeah. blush. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just exactly. saying. It's weird. It's weird. Yeah. Don't when you ask for like full service, like just mm. be aware. Yeah, just be aware of what you're asking for. Is what I'm saying. Yeah. And if you if you do drive to the the wrong side of the tracks, uh -huh. that's where the murders are. Sure, right. sure. So yeah. you're gonna want to stay on the cheating side of town yeah. and just be sad. The the interesting thing about this is, uh, I do like the idea that he knows where she's going, so yes. everybody is aware of yeah. what they are doing. Right. He's allowing it to happen, probably because he's an older man. He wants this sort of trophy wife, so he's allowing her to go to the cheating side of town, and everybody is just pretending it's not happening. They're playing out this fiction amongst each other. Like, there's a question of, like, does she know that he knows? You know what right, I mean? Right. Like, how aware is she, like, pretty sure that he knows? Because then they're playing out this fiction for nobody, right? Like, nobody's watching. It's just sure. the two of them who both know that the other one knows, and yet they're still having this happen. But right? that... But that gets into the conversation about the chorus that Michael was talking about is ex exactly who is saying this chorus yeah. um, and and, you know, how much is how much knowledge do they have of what's going on? Because the second, the second part of the chorus is I thought by now you'd realize there ain't no way to hide your lion eyes. Maybe she does know. Maybe she does right. realize. Is she she saying, knows that he can see it. Right. right. Is right. she saying I thought by now you'd realize or is he saying is he thinking I would think by now you would know that you're not fooling me. 
or it's just the narrator who's saying to to everyone, I think you would realize by sure. now that nobody's tricking anybody. I think it could be question. all three. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I think it's definitely open to that interpretation. Right? Like yeah, in I, in I the musical purpose. version of this, in the musical theater mm-hmm. version of this, they'd each be singing that. Yeah. But to different <laughs> people. <laughs> right. He'd be singing to her, she'd be singing to herself, and the narrator would be, I guess, singing to both of them and the audience. Yep, mm-hmm. the, the narrator would be on the side, uh, right on the, you know, uh, right on the edge, and then they'd be in single spotlights, you know? Yeah. It'd yeah. be lovely. I, I could see it now, and it's breathtaking. <laughs> <laughs> and the audience member in the third row who's seen it like 20 times would be singing it to everybody else. Also, uh, everyone on stage would be in giant eagle costumes. Right. Be, oh, yeah, yeah. Goes without saying. It would be the Eagles <laughs> musical. Yeah. So it would be about eagles. <laughs> Writ- written by somebody who does not understand the concept of right. uh, the Eagles band. <laughs> no, no, no. Totally confused. No, really likes yeah. the music. Thinks it's sung by giant eagles. Assumed it and was so like it's cats. Just, People in people in eagles <laughs> people in eagles costumes talking about lying eyes, yep. you know, being desperados. Yep. Life uh, in the fast lane. Go, eagles fly to, fast. Yeah, going to going to uh no, is that is that is that the Eagles? Oh, is that just Don Henley? I think it's just Don, Don Henley. That's, well, okay. then, that's fine. But that's plus Don Henley going to hotels in California. Yeah, sure. This is this is a musical about a bunch of birds who take it easy. Exactly. Exactly. The the rest of the like the book that's not the music is just I'm just going (laughs) like it's very realistic. Yeah, them as eagles up like they're catching mice and like eating them and stuff. Like it's very realistic, Mm -hmm. except for the sing. Then they just sing songs. And then it it ends with a Star Spangled Banner and a big American flag unfurls. Exactly. Oh, guys, I'm sorry. I'm getting something in my ear. The show's been canceled. The show's already canceled. (laughs) On the other side of town, a boy is waiting with fiery eyes and dreams no one could steal. She drives on through the night, anticipating cause he makes her On the other side of town, a boy is waiting with fiery eyes and dreams no one can steal. And guys, this is very important, okay? Dream theft is real. Yeah. Okay? (laughs) And that is why, if you go to our website, you can buy my dream alarms to stop dream thieves. It's just $14.99 a month. Everyone thinks it's not going to happen to me, Mm -hmm. right? And then next thing you know, your dreams are all stolen. It's terrible. And then where are you, right? It's terrible. The, and if you, up, and if you the, upgrade I'm to... make it in class dream. <laughs> the, I didn't study for this test dream. Right. The I'm in my grandma's house, but it's not really my grandma's house. And I'm boxing a horse dream. <laughs> you know, like all the normal dreams right. that people have. Like you don't want them to be stolen. Because then what are you going to dream about when you're sleeping? Right. And if you upgrade to our premium package, you also mm-hmm. get a dream weaver who will come and help you with oh. your dreams every night. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
That's mm-hmm. an extra hundred dollars a month. It's real. Yeah, but wait a minute, Dan. If you order now, <laughs> wait what? You can get two dream uh, alarms for the price of four. Wait. <laughs> anyway, uh, she drives through the night, anticipating. How far is she going? I mean, I guess she could just be driving a couple of minutes through the night, right? Yeah, no, she I left at like nine a.m. It's a really big town. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Uh, she drives through the night anticipating because he makes her feel the way she used to feel. Mm. She rushes to his arms. They fall together. Uh, they should be more careful. Um, <laughs> right, yeah. She should slow there down. Are she should so slow down. many banana fall. peels on the cheating side of town. <laughs> Just everywhere. Oh, oh man. It's horrible. Uh, yeah. She whispers that it's only for a while. She swears that soon she'll be coming back forever. She pulls away and leaves him with a smile. So now it seems like Aww. she's she's leaving right that was it she just got a hug and now she's leaving i mean i guess <laughs> hey I so good to see got you gotta hug. go right okay <laughs> wait what'd you say i said i, well, I don't I think, think she just got a hug i think they right. fall together yeah 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 leads to it uh-huh they're having sex guys they're not oh. she goes she wait, sleeps with them and what? then she leaves oh yeah. wow Christ. this really changes things for me oh my i have no idea okay uh, guys here we go yeah when a man and woman no uh-huh. longer love each other, but they're <laughs> right. in a marriage of convenience. Sometimes the woman will drive through the night to an old boyfriend, and then they have sex. I, I, I know that doesn't <laughs> okay. explain what sex is, but but no, that actually clears up a lot. You'd be surprised. <laughs> I don't know. I thought um, the banana peel thing was much more. <laughs> anyway, yeah. So you imagine much funnier. That, so they fall together, mm-hmm. right? Then there's. Some stuff left out there. But then after right. that, she whispers, you know, I can only be here for a while. Right. Um, and she swears she'll be coming back forever. And she leaves him with a smile. Um, then, do we have anything to say about that before I move on? Well, I just think that it's, I mean, I, I couldn't tell on the beginning whether she's, whether he's like a gigolo. But I think that he's a, mm. I don't think he's a much younger man. Because if you go back, I, I feel like it's somebody that, it's somebody from her old days. Yeah. You know, it's um, funny. I mean, I actually, just in my mind, it was always that right. she was, she was closer in age to her husband. Although that's not, mm. there's nothing in the song that supports that. I don't know yeah. why that was just in my head. See, I don't, um, I don't think it was. Well, the, the, because the only thing I'll say is that, cause I just always imagine that she had like, she had like a long troubled past. Right. right. And she was like, yes, she was sort of, she had sort of taken this marriage as like a last resort. Right, that she oh, probably had like a see. number of bad relationships. That's interesting. Um, that she had given her heart to a couple of people who then threw it in the garbage and stomped on it. Um, and so she was like, "Well, I'll just marry this guy because he's got money and everything will be safe." Oh, I see. Right. It. I see. And it. Now, well, yeah, I, I understand, but I'm saying, and then, but then she's going out with this. Her boyfriend is this younger guy who makes her feel like she's young. Right, makes her yeah. feel the way she used to feel. That was just in my head. That doesn't mean it's true. I was just, that's always the way that I had. See, that's interesting. Imagined. That's possible. But the way I take it, and Michael, tell me if you agree with this. The way I took it was that she was much younger than mm-hmm. her husband. Yes. Because then why would they say a rich old man and city girls seem to find out early? Right. Um, so she has decided, even whatever happened in her past happened in her past, right? Um, mm-hmm. she was living this sort of, probably living this sort of more crazy life, more, more carefree life, but she decided that she wanted to live the high life. And so as a younger woman, she went and found an older man 
uh, to marry. And this guy on the other side of town, which is where she grew up and where she came from before she moved, moved on up, um, is somebody from her past that she says that she loves. And so she's pulled between these two worlds and these two ideas of what her life is and could have been. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, t- I tend to agree with that. I, that's sort of the way I interpreted it, that she made this decision when she was young or younger, and mm-hmm. now she kind of is regretting it because she still has this person that uh, was part of her life. And right. I think when they say she, he reminds her of the way she used to feel, it's before she married this guy that she doesn't love. Right. Oh yeah, right. absolutely. I mean, I think yes. that part's definitely not true. like it's like the, the way she used like... to feel in her youth, but like before she took on this life that she regrets taking on. Correct. That's what right. I think. That's what I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, yes. I mean, I think I agree with that. Either way, I mean, I think it reminds her of you know when 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 she was idealistic uh, and you know excited about life, and now it like right. he gives he gives her a little taste of that. Um, well, I'll say this. I have a surprise for you guys. I have Don Henley sitting next to me here. Mr. Um, Henley. He's oh, a, he, hi. He, he doesn't want to be on the podcast. Oh, okay. okay. Um, but he did whisper in my ear that you're both wrong and then I'm right. So <laughs> so thank you, Don, Don. Thanks. I appreciate it. Oh, he's leaving. All right. Thank you, Don. Tell thanks, him for, I, thanks for coming. I appreciate it. Tell him I left his warm-up. Tell him big fan. He's, he's already gone. Too oh, bad. Too, man. Too that happens all the time. <laughs> I know. It's weird. It's tap, weird. tap, 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 tap. Slam. He's gone. <laughs> <laughs> it's a plane taking off. He parked this plane right in front of my house. So he's just going to Back to California. Oh, that or, Don. Or wherever he lives now. He probably lives on top of a mountain in Montana or something. Um, okay. And so uh, she pulls away and leaves him with a smile. Mm-hmm. Nice. Um, <laughs> God. Then you can't hide your lying eyes, right? Now, yes. is that maybe the boyfriend who's saying that? Because maybe he's like, you're not coming back. You're not coming yeah. back forever. Oh, yeah. He doesn't. I think that's that's him saying you can't hide your lying eyes. So she in the first in the first course, she's lying to the husband. In the second course, right. she's clearly lying to the boyfriend. But right. again, that could also be the same thing. It could be the narrator. It could be her. Right. Saying to herself, you can't hide your lying eyes. You've just lied to this guy that you're going to be back. Here, here's what like, I would say. It's her I, knowing I think, that she's lying. I think the, for me, the most interesting interpretation is the first verse is the husband. Yep. The second verse is the boyfriend. And then the third verse is her. Ooh, that's good. Oh. Because she that's talks good. She, in the third verse, which we're going to get to in a second, she talks about herself. She's clearly Got it. talking about herself. Oh, okay. fi- I like that. Like, okay, you know, all right. See, I'd like to see that on stage. <laughs> <laughs> I represent America! Um, well, I mean, it's still better than Cats, you guys. It's still better than Cats. Um, Not until they make a movie of it. That's the... That, oh, my God. Oh. Can I? I want to say one thing. Sure. Okay. About the Uh-oh. cast trailer, because I'm not. I'm, oh. we, we've, we've talked many times. I'm not a Broadway guy, so I don't have a strong opinion on it. But I do have an opinion on this, and this is something I do know about. Right. That is a spectacularly terribly edited trailer, because the music that I it was like, I was trying to figure out like what was bothering me so much about the music. The music sounds like remember like with the way like an old DVD like the menu would loop and then like, so it just be kind of like random <laughs> right. sounds like 
like they're playing memory, right? And then like, what's his name? Uh, the fat British guy. He's like, here we go. And then, like another song starts, but then it goes back to memory like three seconds later. So it just sounds like, you know, when like the, the DVD menu would just be like, playing over and over again. And there would just be like the random sounds and they it didn't like edit it very well because they didn't care because it was just the DVD menu and you were supposed to click past it right away. Like that's just what it reminded me of. It's Dan, I got there's news. so many things wrong with that trailer, oh, but I, the I music got, editing yeah. was hot garbage. I cannot believe that that was released to the Dan, public. Dan, I got news for you. Everything yeah. that that flows so perfectly with the rest mm. of the trailer that they were like, they were like, <laughs> I think we nailed what this is going to be, which is yeah. a living nightmare and an abomination. Okay, great, great, terrific. Anyway, moving on, guys. Should we do the Sonic trailer next? Yeah. <laughs> we need a trailer that takes everyone's most beloved performers and mm. turns them into creatures that you can never unsee in your nightmares. <laughs> exactly. Did we, did we hit it? Oh, we did? Mm. Terrific. Um, yeah. Great. But when when we adapt uh, Birds Who Take It Easy, a new yeah. musical production, <laughs> yeah. into a film, yeah, I think I think we'll I... edit the trailer a little differently. Well, definitely, yeah, yeah. Oh my god! I just love the title, "Birds Who Take It Easy." Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. Okay, but we'll spell it the way the. Come, the... Come, sit down. Have a beer. Take a load off. <laughs> we'll spell it. We'll spell it uh, the way. The band, the birds, spells yep, it. B-Y-R-D-S. Right. So people we'll go in there totally and be like, <laughs> they'll start hearing Eagle Song and be like, wait a minute. I thought Which, this is the birds. Is this supposed to be the birds? Or is this supposed to be the Eagles? Right. Also, if we could get Tippy Hedren to star in it, that would be. It's great. Like the and trifecta then, of confusing bird well, metaphors. And then, and then all, the e- all the Eagles will be wearing. Um, uh, Boston Celtics jerseys and everybody be like what is happening there oh it's also the costume design is really based off of Larry Bird so <laughs> anyway <laughs> confusing said the New York Times <laughs> unwatchable said everyone <laughs> oh my god I'd rather watch the cats trailer <laughs> uh. I think I've literally died and gone to hell. Can someone help me? Can anyone, is anyone reading this? Am I alive? Please, please come and tell me if you're reading this review right now. I think I may have died. Oh, wait, Act 2 is starting. Said Time Magazine. Um, Oh, wait, Act 2 is starting. (laughs) Says Skimble Shanks. Oh, man. Yeah, that's that's the other, we would we would say that all the reviews of birds who take it easy have to be written by characters from cats. Yes. That that yep. would be our yep. embargo. Exactly. Oh man, if I knew any other names of the cats, I would <laughs> I would continue on this, but I don't. Oh, hold on, um, they're about to do one of these nights. It's about to get better. <laughs> <laughs> Said Rum Tum Tugger. She gets up pours herself a strong one and stares at the stars up in the sky another night it's gonna be a long one she draws a shade and hangs her head to cry she wonders how it Crazy. She thinks 
still with the boyfriend or if she's gone back home i think, I think this is the next home. day okay no, no, she no, gets up no, no, no. she's stars in the sky yeah I think it's, maybe it's nighttime. so she's gone back home now she gets up and pours herself a strong one she stares out at the stars up in the sky another night it's going to be a long one so maybe this is actually like the next night i think it's the not, next yeah, night I think so she's not with the boyfriend so now yeah. she's stuck back home with uh old uh old ice hands over there um <laughs> She draws the shade and hangs her head to cry. She wonders how it ever got this crazy. She thinks about a boy she knew in school. So that's why I think she's older. Did she get tired or did she just get lazy? She's so far gone. She feels just like a fool. Okay. So let's unpack a couple of things in there. Yeah. Because, okay. I mean, why do you I mean, think honestly, she's older? Well, she was in school. No, no, no. Because she thinks about a boy she knew in school. And that okay. just feels like, well, I'm just saying that just feels like an old memory. Right. Well, let me, she, let me start. Okay. Let me start. Right. Say, look, we don't have to Speak argue about piece. this. I'm just oh, saying. no, we do. <laughs> this is look, crossfire I, now. Look, your your point or your your opinion is just as valid as mine. It's just that yours is wrong. That's the only difference between <laughs> ours. No. Don um, Henley said so, Rachel. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's true. Oh, he came back in. He just wanted to say how much he loved the Cats trailer, and then he left again. Um, <laughs> oh, oh, you know what? You know what? Oh, here, who's coming in my door? Yep. Glenn Fry, the ghost uh-huh. of Glenn Fry. Oh, come on. Oh, my gosh. Glenn Fry's on my side. Can I be in your musical? He's on my side. I can fly. I'm a ghost. No. Um, okay. No. So, um, so okay. So, go but I've got the cast of Starlight Express here. So, <laughs> and please, guys. Please leave. I don't know how to tell you this. You are marking up my floors with your roller skates. Oh, man. Please. I have downstairs I'll never neighbors. get the safety deposit back. <laughs> so, here, well, here's what I really like the line. She thinks about a boy she knew in school. Right. Because that is a great, what do I want to say? That, that's that's a, a great way to show how, like, you're when you're upset and you're thinking about stuff, like how your your thoughts will just, like, pinball around. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, like, she's why not is, thinking why about her she... problems. She's thinking about everything else that could have been. Well, she, right. yeah, she's thinking about she's thinking about if only I could go back. Yeah. Right. If only I could go back because she's thinking like, how did it get this crazy? You know, what did I was I just like did I just give up or was I always lazy? Right. Well, did I did I never even try or did I like were all these dreams just dreams? Or at some point, did I give up on a dream? Or did I never really have dreams? Well, right? here, here's another question. Is okay. is this all a little more farther down the line? And this is after she stopped seeing the boy on the other side of town. The boy on the other Maybe. side of town is the boy from school. And she's just, it's. she wonders how things went so far. And how, you know, did she get tired? Or did she just get lazy? Did she get tired of the back and forth and just settled into her you know, her loveless marriage. Right. That's another possibility. Right. Cause, uh, well, and the, that is a possible, whether or not he is the boy in school. Right. There's, there's also a possible interpretation that the affair is now over. Right. And that maybe she's been caught because then mm. she says, um, my, oh my, you sure know how to arrange things. Right. You set it up so well. 
so carefully. Mm-hmm. So is she thinking in her mind, like, oh, you're so, you know, ruefully thinking like, oh, you're, you're such a genius. You've got this great affair going on. Right. Her back. Or is she thinking like, man, you really set it all up and it all just fell apart. Right. Because yeah, you got caught. You got caught with your boyfriend or whatever, or your husband found out about the affair or the boyfriend realized that you were lying the whole time and you were never, you know, you were never really going to be with him. And so he right. broke it off. You know, right. it's any one of those interpretations. Or is, or is it not sense. about her getting caught? Because, well, I mean, theoretically, too. they all, everybody, everybody knew what was going on. Right. Is it just like she, she arranged things so that it would work out and it didn't work out? And like, oh, well, this is, this is, it is how it is kind of a thing. Right. Like maybe it's a commentary on her own, like failed attempt to get out of the unhappiness of her situation. Exactly. I mean, and she's built this entire life based on a lie that now she can't get out. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Like nothing, nothing in her life is real. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like even, not even just the affair, like from the beginning, from the minute she married this guy is the arrangement that she's talking about. Yeah. Potentially. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Oh, totally. I think that's right. I think it's, um, I think that she, I think she, maybe she may even went into the marriage thinking, well, this is my marriage of convenience. This is, you know, the two of us will, will, will understand each other that this is not about love. This is about stability. And then, so that last line, ain't it funny how your new life didn't change things. She, she was still, she still struggled even with, even after the stability, she still struggled with these sort of inner thoughts and inner demons. Yeah. Or she thought like, I'll get married to this guy. Um, I'll have the stability I always wanted and I can like close off my heart. Right. Right. I, and this, the money will make me happy. Right. And now that she has all the money that she ever wanted. And I mean, this happens to a lot of people. Uh-huh. Um, although I'd love to find out if it happened to me. Yeah. Um, so if anyone's interested <laughs> yeah. in if giving any- me like a million dollars, just so I can find out if this will happen to me. Yeah. But what happens to a lot of people is they get all the money, yeah. right? And they're still not happy. Or, right, right. or they do whatever. Or they lose all the weight and they're still not happy. Right. Or they do, they get the, the job that they wanted or, you know, whatever it is. They move to the city they wanted to move to. And, but they're still the person that, they always work, right? right. Yeah. They didn't a, just magically yeah. fix everything. There's them. a great part in uh, in Arrested Development where Tobias and Lindsay uh, have decided to have an open marriage, and he says, "I've I've told many of my married patients that uh, to to try an open marriage." And she says, "Does it work?" And he goes, "Oh no, it never does, but it just might work for us." <laughs> and I feel like that's sort of what it is: is like this stuff, this kind of thing never works out. But for right. me, it will work for out me, fine. Yeah. For right. me, it's going to be great. And then right. when it's not, and you realize that the the stability doesn't bring you the happiness you thought you would have, then right. you're, it's too late. You're stuck. Right. But could it and also you're be still the same person? But you are. I also I do want to say though, because I totally agree that the money never makes anyone happy. Right. But it probably would make me happy. So again, right. you're <laughs> totally a very different. rich yeah. listener for out there. solely research purposes. Yeah, just every, to find out if it makes money. me. Just yeah, just to find out if it makes me happy, because I'm pretty sure it would. <laughs> right. I'm right. pretty sure it would fix right. every problem I've ever had. Oh yeah. So But so that last line, um, mm-hmm. could it also be because I sort of half interpreted it this way, could it also be uh about the affair? Her new life with the old boyfriend or well, that's true. Oh, yeah. that's it true. didn't I, change I, anything. I, yeah. She's still I mean, unhappy. I think it's, 
yeah, I think it's everything, right? I do think it's, I do think it's everything. Yeah. Right. That she, now she has the money. She has the young boyfriend, you know, this was everything that she was supposed to want. And yet she's still miserably unhappy. Right. 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 Ugh. Um, yeah, it's a rough, guys, look. It's rough. <laughs> and you know what? Maybe it's, it's not, ride. If I mean, if we want to delve even deeper, maybe it's not the marriage, the boyfriend, whatever, that's making her unhappy. Maybe she's just unhappy, and these are the things in her life that she added on to try and be happy. Right. Well, I mean, well, I, I think again, that's I, what the last and line I think, is. Right. I, yes, and that's also, I think, the line of... Uh, Your smile is a thin it? disguise? No. Did she, did she get tired, or did she just get lazy? Right. That's the thing too, where it's like, what was she, was she thinking that all these things were gonna make her happy, or did she was she just like, whatever, you know what I mean? Like, it, like w- was there a time when she was ever actually happy, and that went away, or was she always just like, I'm just gonna do the easiest thing, so I don't even have to think about it, right? You know what I mean? Yeah, it's a good point. Yeah, like it, you know, it's almost a question of like, you know, and I'm not. I, I don't think this is true, but it's just like, was I just born a broken person? Right. You know, like, yeah. or was I just a person who just like didn't care enough to even try to make myself happy? So then I think, again, I've always interpreted the last verse now as her saying, you can't hide your lying eyes. Yeah. And, you're, and your smile is a thin disguise to herself. Like she's almost right. like she's smiling in the mirror being like, look how happy I am. But deep inside, I- she knows that it's not real. Yeah, I think that's smart. I think that's right. I like that interpretation of like each each person takes a chorus. Yeah. You know, so. Yeah, yeah. You call it an interpretation. I call it a staging. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I call it a I call it a, a director's choice. But yeah, I mean, again, you know, a, a great song and not what you would have thought that this song would be about. Right? No. The fact that we're sitting here talking. I mean, we know we've barely talked about the husband or the boyfriend. Right. Right. Which you would think in a normal song. And let's, you know, let's be honest here. A song written in the 70s by two men. Right. Right. Yeah. You would assume it would either be from the husband's point of view or the boyfriend's point of view. Yeah. But or it's if her not story. from their point of view, at least how it affects them. Right. Right. You know, but no, it's her story. It's her story. And again, and it's not attacking her necessarily. I mean, right. again, it's not saying it's not forgiving her. It's not saying what she's done is a good thing here. But it's it's understanding of of maybe how she got here, right? Yeah, it's it's, yeah. it's empathetic, yeah. to her plight. Yep. In theory, it's so. just sort of like presenting her story. Yeah. Yep. Almost you know? almost without judgment. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 So. Wow. It's, it's a good one. It's a good story. You know. It's a yeah. Good I mean, song. It's a, you know, it's a shame. It's these a good guys musical. Ne- it's a shame these guys never had any hits. You know. Yeah. yeah. Really, Such one hit wonders. They really were rough. good, but yeah, they just have never. Just never made it for whatever no. reason. I don't know. I mean, they had a dumb name, so. <laughs> I mean, they they wrote this song and then they really tried to break into musical theater, but just just <laughs> musical about just, birds. Uh, yeah. yeah, it was. Yeah. I mean, I I saw a revival of Birds Take It Easy, and man, it is. <laughs> Woo! It is not good. No, I'll just it's say rough. that. Yeah, well, it's a rough one. They tried to do it all. Like you just have to do like a straightforward staging. Don't don't like. Don't interpret it too much. Don't don't be right. too avant-garde. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The classics you, are the classics. Yeah. You right. need to so. put people in bird costumes. Right. And you need to have them caw at the audience. Right. For three and a half hours. 
right, we're going to take a quick break. Uh, and we come back, we're going to talk about the history of this song with Start Around the Story. So don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Hello, Pantheon Podcast listeners. Christian Swain here to tell you more about my experience with Raycon earbuds. Our family now has three pairs of Raycon earbuds around the house. And my wife just grabbed a pair of the headphone pros to replace some headphones from a company that was double the price. And yes, she loves them. Now, if you haven't pulled the trigger on a pair of Raycons, or even if you have, but you're in the market for another pair because they're just that good, well, now is the time to check them out because they just launched their upgraded model of the best-selling everyday earbuds. With Raycon's upgraded everyday earbuds, now you also get active noise cancellation, ergonomic design, and multi-point connectivity that lets you pair with two devices at once. New quick charge function, three customizable sound styles plus awareness mode, available in a variety of vibrant new colors to complement any and all skin tones. I even have a pair of earbuds in a cool green color. I have tried just about every earbud known to humankind, and these Raycons are fantastic. Seriously, if you've been wanting to check out Raycons, there truly is no better time. You're going to ask yourself why you didn't check them out sooner, and Raycon offers a 30-day happiness guarantee. So, what are you waiting for? Go to buyraycon.com slash pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order, plus free shipping. That's right, you'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Dad, I'm hungry. Hi, Hungry. I'm Dad. The podcast where nerdy dads talk nerdy fads. We talk life, entertainment, and give advice to those who never asked for it. Like, anytime I do anything, my brother calls me a thought. What do I do? Or, best college degree for a supervillain. So go smash that like button. Find us wherever podcasts live. Uh, where's that, Jared? A magical place called the internet. Like Spider-Man and Elsa's shipping videos. <laughs> Dad, I'm hungry. Wait! All right, we're back. It's time for a story behind the story. Uh, let's talk about the story behind Lying Eyes. Um, and it's actually a good one. So okay. <laughs> I'd like to think that most of our story behind the story segments are good ones. So Lying Eyes was written by Glenn Fry and Don Henley, and mm-hmm. it was recorded by the Eagles. It peaked at number two on the Hot 100. Do and... you know what kept it out of number one? I do. It's, oh, that's great. the next bullet point. So why don't you calm down <laughs> and let me get to it? Uh, it was peaked at number two on the Hot 100 uh, for two weeks in November of 1975. So uh, once again, I'm not going to do the whole history of the Eagles because it's pretty long. But uh, the history is one of the documentary is even long. <laughs> it's like a four hour long movie. <laughs> the Eagles was one of the most successful American bands of the 1970s. Uh, they scored five number one singles. They Ooh. had six number one albums, and they won six Grammys. Sure. Uh, the Eagles were formed in Los Angeles in 1971 with Glenn Fry on guitar, Don Henley on drums, Bernie Leiden on guitar, and Randy Meisner on bass. Uh, and later, Joe Walsh would, re- would replace old Bernie, uh, and additional, additional guitarist Don Felder would also join. So this song is off of One of These Nights, uh, which was the fourth studio album from the Eagles. It included the singles One of These Nights, not surprisingly. Take it to the limit. One more, One more time. time. And also I love Lion that Eyes. song. That is, I mean, look, I the Eagles are a band that I want to hate, but I can't because right. they are actually amazing. I the, mean, yeah, they're one of those bands where, where I listened 
I listen to music. I'm like, man, I don't really like the Eagles. And then an yeah, Eagles I, song comes on, and I'm like, oh, I love this song. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. Like, oh man, I guess I don't dislike the Eagles. I mean, I have a lot of problems with Hotel California. I think that's right. I think that's the issue is that their most popular and famous song is one that I I don't really like. Yeah, but their lesser stuff. I don't mean lesser. I mean like they're they're sort of more sort of casual, like less ambitious stuff. I think it's actually really great. Well, the stuff um, where they take it easy. But they right. take it easy. I mean, <laughs> honestly, yeah. I think I think with something like Hotel California, they're trying a little too hard. Right, um, right. But, but they just kind of like slide into a nice smooth groove. Uh, well, no, I think I think Hotel California is great, but that's also a song that if you yeah. turn any radio station on for an hour, you're going to hear it six well, times. I mean, that, <laughs> is, that <laughs> is that is also a problem. That's not their fault, which is that it's way overplayed. Yeah. Right. Um, but it's also I mean, it's just I don't know, whatever. We don't have to get into it. But it, <laughs> it, I mean, it's it's similar to something like Piano Man. Right. Yeah. Where sure. My whole life. Everyone has told me how brilliant this song is and i'm like is it though i don't know when you really hold it up to like scrutiny which again is not fair for the song because i'm probably scrutinizing it way more than i would another song right but it's also like it's pretty cheesy and and dumb so but do you think that that's only because of that you weren't that that you were like not around when it was first big no but i i think it's probably mostly because it because it is so big like right, because it saying. is it is yes, the most mainstream song because it is not to say overplayed but overplayed. Right. The, it's the song that you're going to hear the most. Where the fact that a song like that is overplayed takes away from I think anybody's appreciation of it. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, That's I'm agreeing. I'm, I'm just saying, but I'm but I also am saying. And again, this is not necessarily fair to the song, but I don't think that song holds up to that sort of scrutiny. There are songs that can hold up mm-hmm. to that kind of scrutiny. That song does not. Uh, it gets it gets real annoying. <laughs> is my point after like right. the ten millionth time that you've heard it, um, it's pretty annoying. And you know the whole like it's about capitalism, man. Right. Like angle is like <laughs> yeah, all yeah. right. Let's let's <laughs> yeah. take a breath. Calm okay, down. Like, sure, Wait, what? Sure, piano sure, man. Sure. Yeah. 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 Hmm? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Putting the the tip jar is uh, <laughs> putting bread in his jar. Is that is that's Wall really Street. the crux of the song? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 right, yeah. Exactly. No, and I mean, I the one thing I will say about Hotel California is I love imagining that it's just a really bad Yelp review. Um, <laughs> a really you know, long, like, really bad Yelp review. Stabbed it with stealing knives. Could not kill the beast. One out of four stars. Uh, would not stay again. <laughs> would not recommend. <laughs> How would not they recommend. put a guitar solo in the middle of this review? <laughs> Um, you can so, check in anytime you want, but you can never leave. What kind of service is yeah, what that? Kind of, what is that? <laughs> Explain to me this. Yeah. And um, and they don't have Wi-Fi. Right. <laughs> I don't know which is worse. So Dan, as you're as you're talking about the formation of the Eagles, uh, mm-hmm. you do know who is one of the people who's primarily responsible for the formation of the Eagles. Yes. I know someone who was involved. That you are desperate to talk about. So yeah, I was going to go say. Right ahead. That would be Miss Linda Ronstadt. Sure. It sure was. Yeah. Yeah. They were, yeah. Don Henley and Glenn Fry were her part of her original backing band. Yeah. Was she, was she, did she give uh, her blessing on this or was she upset that they left her? No, she absolutely gave their blessing, uh, her blessing. I think um, they were touring at the time. It was the early 70s and Glenn Fry and... Don Henley, I think, were rooming together on the tour, and they both kind of discovered that they were that they wanted to write songs and form a band. They went to her and said, "We want to form our own band." She said, "Finish mm-hmm. this tour, and mm-hmm. uh, I'll help you put the band together." And I think 
I think she was the one who suggested Randy Meisner. She and uh, her mm-hmm. manager at the time helped them put the band together. And there you go. Um, I mean, Don Henley, like will absolutely give her all the credit in the world for um, helping them put the band together and also said that like a huge boost to their career was when she recorded Desperado. That's awesome. Also, great song. It is a great song. She recorded it like in 1973. I'm not sure if that was, I'm guessing it was after their recording, but their their version was not a hit. And it was her version that became the hit and sort of made it into a standard. Desperado, why don't you come to your senses? You've been out riding fences for so long now. The idea for Lying Eyes came when Fry and Henley observed, and this is their words, an old fat man with a young attractive woman in a bar and Fry said she can't even hide her lying eyes. Um, wow, an old like, man and a young, attractive woman. Yeah, hmm. no, you're right. You're Just not. Saying. You're not. Yeah, no, you're right. Take that, Don right. Henley. <laughs> you left already. Rachel. Is he still there? Damn it! Get him I'm, on the phone. I'm, I'm going to get him on the phone. Hold on. Okay, thank you. <laughs> boop, 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 boop. Don hates me. No, I'm take, doing good. <laughs> take that, Don Henley. No, I'm not doing anything. Yeah. Michael, hang up the phone on Don Henley. He, Don, he probably, can, he, can I call you back, Don Henley? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah sure Rachel, could... Rachel, yeah, you know, yep. yep. No, you are. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll talk to you tomorrow. Coffee, yeah, okay, bye-bye. Don Henley says hey. Okay, are you guys playing golf tomorrow? Mm-hmm. Ugh. I was say, he probably couldn't hear you because he's at rehearsals for... The Eagles take it easy. <laughs> he, they the were Eagles, on break. He, no, I'm sorry. He, the Eagles who take it easy. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's the most important part. Uh, anyway. Birds uh, who take it easy. Yeah, I mean, I think, I yes, I will agree, Rachel, that that probably lends more credence to your interpretation. Yep. Um, but, Why? You know, because the writer of the song said it? <laughs> I mean, that usually does. Wow. Well, what I was going to say was I don't think they're, I don't know if they're married. I think I think the the woman in this case I think is is the is the other person. Yeah, right? but I, I think. don't think they're. But no, I think I think he's saying no. her lying eyes in that she's pretending that she likes this guy, right? I mean, I guess they could be married. You know what? I take it back. I also I think I am interpreting this the the way I I was sort of said in an interpretation, and I think right. maybe you're right. Maybe they are married, or at least they're together. They're and what together, he's saying yeah. is. What he's saying is, is that, you know, she can't even hide the fact that she's not really attracted to him. Right. 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 Exactly right. Thank okay. you. Okay. All right. Thank you. Look, don't, I don't know why you're mad at me. Talk to Don Henley. Okay. <laughs> Do you want me to get him back on the phone? No, I'm going to listen. No, I'm, you know no, what? no Michael, it. no. Rachel will go to the golf course tomorrow when you guys are playing and she'll talk to him there. Okay. We can't I'm, waste I'm, any more time on this. I'm playing with Linda Ronstadt anyway. So <laughs> it's me, her, Emmylou Harris and Dolly Parton. Oh, trio plus one. Yep. Well, you know, we'll meet at the clubhouse afterwards. Sounds good. Dan, you want to get Jackson Brown? We can. <laughs> I'm I'm playing squash with the ghost of Jim Croce. So, um, <laughs> according to Fry, the song was written over two evenings, uh, and said, "I don't want to say it wrote itself." But once we started working on it, there were no sticking points. All right, Glenn Fry. Mm-hmm. So very easily written, and the song itself was blocked from the number one position by. Island Girl by Elton John. 
Um, Interesting. So there you go. That's a good song. It's a good song, song, but not one of his like not one of his songs that really stuck around like the other ones. Yeah, it's no no step into Christmas. Right, sure. Right, right, sure. I mean, it's not a classic. Not a classic like "Step Into Christmas." I mean, I will, uh, but here's the thing: we're having a lot of fun here tonight. But <laughs> at long last, I will say this: the admission is free to "Step Into Christmas," and I will give <laughs> That's him true. That. That's helpful. The admission is free because mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. is definitely not a, a, a filler line. That is definitely yeah. a very important <laughs> part of that song that he wanted you to know. That when you step into Christmas with me, the admission for stepping into Christmas yeah. is free. Right? Um what I gotta what change my shoes. I just stepped into Christmas. No. <laughs> <laughs> but what you don't know is uh Christmas is a uh a club in uh London. So okay, gotcha. to step into Christmas free admission, sure, but you sure, have sure. to you have to buy at least twenty pounds of right. Uh, drink or food i mean look if you're gonna start your song with welcome to my christmas song i'm all in <laughs> you're, you're also you're doing it for an, a new house you're not doing it for <laughs> you know musical integrity let's face facts this uh i mean lion eyes was actually the original opening was welcome to my cheating song yeah. <laughs> every look, song should start like that look. yeah tell us exactly what it's about it the would night be the lights went out in georgia welcome to my murder song Yep. I love Elton John as much as the next guy, but mm-hmm. that is definitely a song he wrote from like the backstage door to the car. Right. I mean, that is the most <laughs> yeah. phoned in song yeah. I have literally ever heard. Uh, I um, love that song. It's like, ah, what Christmas. Right, welcome, welcome to my Christmas. Oh, that's, that's one line. Anyway, the admission <laughs> is free. Oh, God. <laughs> the worst. Okay. okay. So, go ahead. What song were we were talking about? We're talking about Elder John's Island Girl, <laughs> yes, which blacked it from number one. And uh, okay, so then Lying Eyes won a Grammy for Best Pop Vocal Performance by a Duo or a Group in 1976. Uh, there is a single version that removes the second verse and four lines from the third verse. So basically nothing about the boyfriend. It would just be that she's going to the cheating side of town, and then it would basically start with her pouring a drink. Interesting. Um, after, That's weird. After the chorus. Now, like, I the, get it, radio stations, but there's a story. Well, the going funny on thing here. is, I mean, first of all, the the full version is like over six minutes, so right. I get it. However, like we were just talking about, it's funny because I don't think I've ever heard the shorter version. So yeah. it's mm-hmm. funny because coming, you know, someone who came later and right. then was listening to classic rock radio. Now twenty years had passed. Everyone had decided, like, we don't need to play that short version anymore. We sure. can play the long version. Everyone's fine with it. So I've only ever heard the long version on the radio. This is also a weirdly good driving song. I'm also going to say, it. I think a lot of Eagles is. Yeah. Um, it is. It's just, you just sort of slip, like you're just sort of, you know, the one hand on the wheel, just kind of going down the highway and you can just kind of like sing along to it. Well, the um, song is also very smooth. Like the, yeah. the, the music in it is very, very smooth. So that's what I mean. Yeah. Well, yeah. I think that's also it just, what... sort of, it just sort of comes over you like a warm bath. Right. You know, <laughs> you slip into it like an old pair of jeans. It's just, right. It just feels good. I think that's one of the things that makes a lot of people not realize that it is a story song because it's so catchy and has right. such a great, such a strong chorus that, yeah. I mean, if you play this in a bar, people are going to sing along with it. People will do it at karaoke. They're not paying attention to the fact that this is actually a really sad song. Right, right. About well, a I really think... sad person living a life that she's sad about. Right. right. 
And I think, well, I think it's two things. I think the chorus, it can stand on its own. Like, it doesn't have to be, like, a story song chorus, if that makes sense. Meaning that, like, it may, it would make, like, if this wasn't a story song, that chorus would still make total sense as a different song. And again... Yeah, the chorus is just commenting on the story. It's not advancing the narrative. Right. Right. And I think also it, again, I think the fact that the story is not what you would assume the story would be. Like, if you just heard the chorus, I think that also, I think people might even think it's a story song, but I don't know how many people actually have thought about what they're really saying, right? I think Mm -hmm. people just probably think like, oh, this is a song about a cheating woman. You can't hide your lying eyes, you know, without ever really like fully thinking about what's really happening and that it's from her point of view and everything else that we've talked about. Yeah. Um, Which in some ways makes it like a great, you know, makes it an even better sign that there's so much more to discover in there. And it's not what you would expect, right? It isn't a paint by numbers, like, you know, every cheating song you've ever heard, right? right? It's like, it's a different, it's a different thing. That's it. The last thing is just unsurprisingly, this song is a popular song uh, to be covered by country artists, including Dolly Parton, who has cited it as one of her personal favorite songs. And it's been recorded by a number of other country artists. Again, unsurprisingly, it. because it's a, cheating wife song so it's sure sure it's catnip to those people so um <laughs> yeah <laughs> so that's that <sighs> all right. right so uh we're gonna take uh, another <laughs> quick break and we come back and talk about the lesson we learned from this song with lessons learned hey folks stephan shirazi and renee richardson here from the metallica report and we are proud members of the pantheon podcast family where the best of music and podcasts unite We've got something pretty cool for you. We're giving away an exclusive Metallica merch package worth over $250. That's a whole lot of scary guys, skulls, M72, and other sought-after Metallica swag. And we've made it easy for you to win. Follow and share the Metallica report, and you're in the game. Go to pantheonpodcast.com slash Metallica, enter your email, and hit that button to be entered to win. And just like that, you're eligible for our monthly exclusive Metallica merch package. And guess what, Rockers? You can enter every month. So just do it. And while we love our global brothers and sisters, the lawyers won't let us ship outside the U.S. We might seem too cool and aloof, but we love to connect on social media. Follow us on Twitter at story underscore song, on Instagram at story song podcast, and on our Facebook page. It's your ticket to the in crowd, daddy-o. All right, we're back. It's time for lessons learned. What lesson did we learn from this song? Uh, Rachel. Yeah. Let's start with you. What what song? Uh, what song? What uh, lesson did you learn from Rachel? Uh, what song do you want song? to talk about? What song? What song did you lesson song? Um, <laughs> what song did you learn about today? What lesson did you learn from this song? What I learned is that a lot of thought and uh, hard work goes into being a city planner. Uh, you have to make sure that you have enough uh, sewage and uh, public services. But your most important thing is zoning for cheating and non-cheating areas of the town. Um, cause if you do it, if you do it wrong, you're going to be hit with regulation violations all over the place. Yeah. I mean, you, cause you gotta have residential, yep. commercial, industrial, and cheating. Yes. Right. Yes. And that's, yep. that's the important yep. thing. And you're going to yep. want to put your heartbreak hotel in the cheating side of it. <laughs> oh, and if you, and if you don't, 
If you mm. don't, oh my gosh, it'll get shut down in a heartbeat. You don't want your cheating getting mixed in with your commercial zone, right? No. That's really going to hurt the economy. So you really got to put yeah. it into one, one place, one right? section. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, and you know you what? Can have put in a convenient mixed... Trader Joe's. <laughs> right. I mean, and you can have a mixed usage space in the cheating. I mean, a Trader Joe's would probably go in cheating and non-cheating. Have one non-cheating Trader Joe's and one cheating Trader Joe's. Well, in the cheating part of town, it's called Trading Wives Joe's, but that's <laughs> but that's the only thing. Right. Right. <laughs> Trading Joe's wives. <laughs> okay, that's better. That's better. <laughs> Damn it. See, this is why this is why you make a good team. Right, exactly. I throw exactly. out an idea, you throw it back better. It's great. Yeah. It's great. Oh man. Uh, Michael, what'd you learn? I learned that if you are a dental professional, you're gonna want to open a practice in a city <clears throat> because city girls um, oh, yeah. tend to open doors with their smiles. Right. And oh, yeah. uh, that's going to lead to a lot of dental work. Yeah, yeah. cracked teeth. Um, um, yeah. Yeah, busted veneers, that kind yeah. of stuff. Because you know what? There's You've got steel doors or aluminum mm. door. Like, not every door is designed to be opened with teeth. Yeah. They don't have country smarts. Use your no. hands. Use your yeah. hands. That's what you got hands for. Stop yeah. smashing your <laughs> mouth into the door. I've told you this a thousand times. What a I, weird I thing think, to learn early. Yeah, I think a lot of city girls uh, don't realize that doors are actually designed to be opened with your hands. Yeah. Or if you're carrying like a bunch of groceries or something, then like sort of with your shoulder or like an umbrella. Yeah. Or... yeah. That's why the Macy's on 34th Street. Just You just see people bashing their teeth <laughs> into, the, into those revolving doors yeah. all the time. The windows on that revolving door are just always bloody. At nighttime, though, the tooth fairy makes a killing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Broken teeth yeah, all over the yeah. ground. I learned that when you are going out cheating, wear a kabuki mask as you're, as you're going out the door because you can't hide your lying eyes, <laughs> right? Your smile is a thin disguise. So if you have a right. full mask on, Right. Then right. They, they won't be able to see. And if you have like a sort of a very plain mask, mm, that's true. Uh, your husband or wife may not even realize that you're there. They'll just sort of they'll just sort of think you're a representation of an archetype. That's true. And not and not really like put together that you are, in fact, their significant other. And they'll just as you go by, it'll be like a perfect disguise. So. Right. The kabuki mask is a thick disguise. Exactly. exactly. To your yeah. smile, which is a thin disguise. Not a thin disguise is a very yeah. thick disguise so true. that's it's definitely true. yeah that's, or maybe that's even like true. a hockey mask just in case you wander past the cheating part of town into the wrong side of the tracks <laughs> right someone's gonna get and, murdered over there well i was gonna that's say great and then you're ready if, to go yeah I and mean, if you wear a hockey mask if you go too far past the cheating side of town and end up in a summer camp then <laughs> right. you can just start murdering teenagers and no one will be yeah. the wiser Avoid you always doing, need a, so. you always need a backup for the evening. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> if your first plans fa- fall through, you need something else to fall back on for the night. It's just you you standing, <laughs> uh, yeah. a teenager with a machete, going, "Maybe this will make me happy." <laughs> <laughs> it's funny how I'm still the same old girl. Stamp, stamp, stamp. Caw. All right. Uh, thank you guys. <laughs> Get out of here, bird. I'm oh my god, that's how they end um, Act One. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Perfect. All the birds are murdered by Jason uh, from <laughs> This musical is yep. everywhere. Um, Goes all over the place. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm back on the other side now. This is going to be great. I'm really excited about and this And the second project. act is just a complete retelling of Freddy versus Jason. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. With, With birds. birds. No, I mean like actual live yes, birds. Yeah, like yeah. real birds. 
reenact the movie Freddy The story is confusing, but the choreography is spectacular. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, this has been the Story Song Podcast. We'll be back next episode with another great story song, so we hope you will join us then. Uh, I'm Dan McInerney. I'm Rachel Oates. And I'm Michael Gazelle. Thanks again for listening, and we will talk to you next time. Goodbye. Bye. Take it easy. Theme music was written and performed by Jason Flowers. You can follow him on Twitter at Jason Flowers with a Z. Some of our bumper music was provided by Purple Planet Music. Find them at purple-planet.com. Our logo was designed by Dan Geva. For even more great stuff from the Story Song Podcast, like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter at story underscore song, and on Instagram at Story Song Podcast. And don't forget to leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. We'll be back next time with another great story song. Thanks for listening. It's the story song podcast. <sighs> These are always like, the toughest. Maybe we should uh, roll up the windows. I think we're on the cheating side of town. That's not bad. No, you kids noticing all this laugh. cheating? No, you didn't laugh. You didn't laugh. Uh, uh, side of town. Um, Forge audio. Dream it. Build it. Share it. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.